What's up, everybody? You're listening to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. And my name is Alex Worldwide Keller. And now you know Wrestling Cheers Worldwide. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows. And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when everybody takes the picture with Session Moth. This is Wrestling Cheers. We like to talk about things going on in the Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a review episode for last week's AIW show, Wrestle Rave. Before we get into all that, I am your host, I am Justin Summers, and we are brought to you by Trending Topics Network, Midwest Territory, and Key on Sports. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on all your social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers email. If you so choose as I, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net. Like I said, we have AIW's Wrestle Rave to talk about, and uh, unfortunately, I wasn't there, so I had to have somebody on, I had to have a couple people on, to talk about the show. First, we have Stacy. Hey, man, how's it going? I mean, it's going all right. I mean, I don't have two shows back-to-back going on. Right. But yeah, everybody, well, everybody else does. You uh, you missed out on a really good show. I mean, is there ever, like, a bad AIW show? Like, a really bad one? Normally, there's at least something good, something fun. And that being... Yeah, rest- this was, like, especially... Yeah. I, I'm just hoping that the whole Thursday thing, besides, you know, these two shows, like, isn't a trend. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think this was, uh, like, a matter of convenience, it seemed like. Yeah, that's... I'd rather it be a Friday show or a Saturday show. We haven't had a Sunday show in a long time. Probably an absolution. I can't remember which one was a... Last one was a Sunday show. Anyway, we also have Caden. Hello. Welcome back. It's been two weeks, I think. Mm, May. I don't know. These episodes are blending together for me. And I... I have a handful in the can that I'm working on and are eventually going to be posted. And yeah, so I don't know. They're all playing together. So maybe two two weeks, two episodes? Because, well. Not a couple months. You you had a more of a head notice on this episode, though. Not replacing anyone. No. No last minute replacements. Anyway. Um, yeah. So I didn't go to the show, but you guys did. So pretty much the discussions are going to have to revolve around you two. And I'm just going to be here to... Uh, run point, basically. Moderator of source, as some people would say. We started off the evening with the four-way match. We had Lee Moriarty, Brian Carson, TKD, and Trey Lamar. I was happy to see Moriarty on the show. I thought this match was real good. 
It was a nice way to start the night off. You can just jump in there, Caden. It's okay. I was great. I don't want to cut anyone off. I'm a good person. <laughs> For an opening match, this was wild. There was a dive into the crowd. It destroyed a couple chairs. At this signature, Trey Lamar, I'm going to kill myself in the opener. Did anybody... Really said- I was going to say, uh, did, did anybody chant for Trey to bleed since I wasn't there? No, that's your thing now. Okay. Yeah, there was none of that, but it really set the tone for the night. Like, this match went out of the ring and out into the crowd, and then, like, almost every other match did. Yeah, this pretty much said, yeah, this is how tonight's going to go. Everything's going to be ridiculous. So this match ended with TKD winning via the back kick. It's spinny back head kick gimmick. I just don't know if he has a name for it or not. Again, if if you do, please tell me. And I think the whole show was Steve Guy and Duke on commentary. Pedro was the announcer. Oh, wow. I, I was thinking about this because I was going through some old uh, Facebook pictures of, like, wrestlers and everything. And how, like, I had a picture of, like, Pedro's, quote, retirement. And I was thinking, man, he's come back a lot. But at the same time, when he does, like, have those moments, it's awesome. Because he's not full time. He just pops up every once in a while. Pretty much. But everybody everybody loves Pedro. It's true. He got a chance. I, I mean, I've often said it. The worst spot ever was the dude that had to fill up, fill in right after Pedro. Okay. He, I mean, I know his name. I just wasn't saying it. But in my opinion, you it's in between. Him. All right. <laughs> I don't really care for him. He's good, but he didn't fit in with AIW. Yeah, that's the, and I, I don't know what Steve has that he he uh, didn't, but I don't know. Like it was kind of like a nice buffer of where Pedro was great, Emma was eh, not really, just didn't didn't feel right, felt weird. He wasn't AIW. Yeah, and then Steve guy came in and killed it for not doing any ring announcing before that. Never doing ring announcing, but being a stand-up comedian, he has a little bit of that. He does yeah. have experience with something similar. Yeah. So, and. I'm, with me not being at the show, like still, I'm, I hope Lee Barnardi gets more and more opportunities. Something that you know, you know, Caden and I can attest to. I mean, I mean you too, Stacy. Just a dude who's really been grinding over the past like year or so and doing things that other people weren't doing. Like, didn't he do the Ultimo Dragon? Seminar? Oh yeah, he was showing up at the seminars. Yeah, so yeah, he he was a guy always trying to better himself and to get get the shot at AIW and have an, another match. Hopefully, like he becomes regular. Hopefully, he's a dude that you know is a <clears throat> next couple months or even within the next year has a great feud and everything. Just really builds his presence in the AIW. I will say this: I thought he had as much, if not more, crowd support than Carson or TKD. Wow. Yeah. So, for what that's worth, I would like. To, I think he's a nice addition to AIW. He's from the Pittsburgh area, so that's kind of a bonus in terms of travel just making it here right especially during like those winter shows when travel can be hairy yeah moving on to the next match we have Ryder Reed versus Victor Benjamin also debuting uh, in AIW another dude who's been grinding a bit we kind of we talked about this on the, the preview episode so how was this match uh he got heckled hard brutal heckled when he came out, uh, Victor Benjamin, he had <laughs> not Ryder. I mean, no, Ryder Reed, just fine. Um, kind of killed him. 
I mean, I would have heckled Ryder Reed for shaving his beard because he looks really weird. Yeah, <laughs> he does. <laughs> I keep giving him right. shit online for it. It's great. So, like, Victor Benjamin, the times I had seen him before had, like, his, like, steampunk thing or whatever going on. Well, he moved that to some weird, like, Rocketeer meets Bane looking shit that he wore to the ring. <laughs> yeah, it was strange. And people were calling him like shitty Tin Man. <laughs> I didn't hear any of this. <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. Like, he got heckled real hard, and then, like, she, as his manager, Lady Frost, was, like, yelling back at people, and somebody pointed out that her getup sort of looked like Ilsa from Frozen, so she was getting that shit thrown at her. And then somebody realized she had the I want to talk to your manager haircut, and that shit started getting <laughs> thrown at her. Those two had a rough night, but that dude was really good in ring. Like, him and Ryder Reed had a good match, but man, he got the fuck heckled out of him. Like, welcome to AIW, buddy. <laughs> hey, welcome to AIW. Get used to this. Yeah. To debut at a bar show, especially That's especially this worst one. place as crowd wise. Yeah. Best worst, depending on how you look at it. Worst as in size wise for the most part, but you're also getting the best, maybe also worst reactions out of people. Yeah, I think the right people were just the right amount of drunk that it was it was fucking just a field day on that dude. But the ma- again, the match was really good. He uh He's he's not a bad wrestler. He's good. Um, he's I I know the last time I was on here, I said he was only like a year in. Correction, a couple of years into wrestling. Okay, she's the one who's is, like a year. And oddly enough, it was last week, the day after we recorded the episode, she posted a thing like, "Oh yeah, like a year ago, I was on Raw," and I was like, "Oh shit, we just talked oh, about cool. that." How ironic. <laughs> yeah, she got squashed by Oscar. Oscar, Nia Jax. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. So, Ryder Reed won via the Vile Driver? His Hurricane Rana murder okay. driver. Okay. He wins, but he lost his beard, so it's still sad. Oh, the good news is those grow back. Hopefully he doesn't have the worst problems I have. It's now just starting to get to a, a decent length. I hate, I hate, like, <laughs> something him and I talked about, like, being that fresh shaved. Hate it. We both hate it. Ugh. I wouldn't know anything about it. <laughs> Hey, I I don't know about him, but I had dedication to a, a Halloween costume. Was it worth it for the night? Yes, but came for that one night. <laughs> yeah, the next day it was after that. I was like, oh god, I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. So, uh, the show continued with Parker Pierce versus Rex Brody. Anybody? It's real um, good seeing Rex back at AIW. Yeah, yeah, I like Rex Brody. I don't know. There's not much to say about this match. It's pretty basic. Not bad, just... Yeah, it was a match. <laughs> it wasn't um, bad, though. But it wasn't, like, a standout, really, really good match. Yeah, there was there was nothing about it where I would be like, oh, this was horrible. I'm mad yeah, no, 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 not at all. There was the thing at the end, right? Um, with Parker Pierce and oh, yeah. Dan. Not really spoilers, because the show has happened, and those results, and all that. Yeah. Yeah, which, UXWA, they ran this. Right. Which is kind so, of weird that there's that, like, blend over now between the two. It makes sense in their long run. Wait a minute. What, what it are we, does. What are if we, it works one place, it's going to work the other, hopefully. What, what are we talking about with spoilers? That's what this show's about. There's no such thing as spoilers. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, 
you shouldn't be listening to the review show. Fair enough. Just because, and just because I haven't seen it doesn't mean I. I don't want to say that. I don't care if it got to get spoiled. I mean, it's it's out there. It happened. I'll eventually watch it on DVD or whatever. So according according to the tweet that you also Caden that you put out there, Parker Pierce won via assistance from Doctor Dan. Now what happened? Dan distracted Rex and something something anyone. Yeah. <laughs> kind of boring. <laughs> so like Parker Pierce, he's still a part of. You know, with the Duke and everything, right? I, I think. Uh, I think that's the whole point of the thing right now is like Dan is trying to lure him away from the Duke to to be, you know, one of DCR's guys. Okay, which is interesting considering they were correct me if I'm wrong. They were on the same team at the Akron show, right? That's another plot twist there. Yeah, I, I think it seems like it's going to lead to like him and Tuan not being a tag team anymore. Which might be good. I think both of those guys could benefit from some single stuff. Big match, Twan. Big match, Twan, indeed. I know we don't cover UXWA, but that man's strapped up now. <laughs> Main event. Yeah. On an unrelated note, at one of the places that I go for my work, there's a dude who looks almost identical to Twan. Like a, a bigger black dude with glasses, same kind of hair. It looks like him. In my head, I call him Big Twin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so, uh, I kind of, it seems like the preview for Parker Pierce and Rex Brody was much like the review. Yep, it's a match. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, there was nothing bad about it. Not at all. It it was just, unfortunately, on a card filled with insane Especially for a bar show. Yeah, so it just, it kind of didn't stand out. But it was fine. Next up, speaking of Dr. Dan, we had Dr. Dan and Ethan Page versus PME. Boy, PME <laughs> is that breaking news? Yeah, yeah. In case you haven't been to an AIW show in the last Just six months, and the shows for the last year. Yeah, they are they are fucking over. That match was good. And pretty much all the tag matches in AIW are good. I would agree with that. This again, it wasn't just five stars, but it was a very, very, very good tag match. Right. There was a couple what? times that I thought Ethan was going to throw Marino through the ceiling. Yes, because the ceiling's very low. Um, I'll say this. The last couple times I've watched Dr. Dan wrestle, that dude is stepping up his game. Like, he's throwing out new, more athletic shit than I've seen him do before. The it's twisty kind of splash impressive. thing. Yeah, I like it. It's nice to see Dan expand what he does. He's I like trying, Dr. Dan. And he's yeah. succeeding in a lot of things. He is. Because that dude, like, of all the guys that kind of came in when he did... I've always thought he kind of had the most charisma, like he's the best on the mic, his character was developed, and now like his in-ring is starting to step up to the level that his mic stuff. As much as we rag on the guy, he's pretty good. Yeah. The thing that I've always said about Dr. Dan was he was one of a very few wrestlers that as soon as he came out to his first match, there was already a, a defined character. Maybe it needed a little, little more definition, but it wasn't just, hey, I'm wrestler a i'm wrestler that has black singlet right and i've had something going right off the bat i feel like with his whole career in aiw he's known what he wants to do and he's been trying granted i don't think we see everything but he's he has his own direction no pun intended for anybody else that's on the aiw roster with that name well and i'll say this it, it speaks to how good he is as a heel, that he gets booed and heckled and toilet paper thrown at 
consistently. There's a whole bunch of people who have been doing this as long or longer than him that the crowd is kind of, you know, whatever. But Dan has tapped into that, and I, I think that says a lot for how good he is at what he does. Yeah, we actually love him. Toilet yeah, paper oh, well, way of showing it. Too. Yeah. We throw a toilet paper at him because we love him. Correct. He has a different kind of heat than the Duke does. We just hate the Duke. <laughs> no pretending on that one. I don't know. I like the, I still like the Duke. I, Roll with this one. <laughs> I know there are people who don't. Oh, oh God. I, I know people who don't, too. Yeah. I think there's people that don't go to AIW anymore because of the Duke. Oh, holy shit. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, oh. this match ended uh, uh, with PME win via the uh, Sunset Dreams. The Flapjack Facebuster thing for anyone that doesn't know it by its technical name. I feel like those two uh, are setting themselves a pace for this, later this week. Getting those tag belts, finally. Boy, wouldn't that be something? The ironic thing is people are going to be hearing this after the slumber party. Oh, yeah. That will have already happened. So If they've won the tag belts, <laughs> I, I know nothing. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how that match at Jersey's going to turn out, but I know how this one turned out, and that was PME winning. Um, Caden, you fucked up. What'd I do? You did not put in the match for did they, Alley Cat. Did it not send? You just got the result. Aha. Got one of the two. All right. So uh, next up, we had Alley Cat versus, I don't have it in front of me, Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray. <laughs> So, how was this match? Was I, I mean, I got the result down. It was, I mean, there was, it was fun. It was an alley cat match. She did a bunch of cat spots at the beginning. People had laser pointers. People had castles. I want to say, how did how did the the laser pointer thing go over? It was all right. It was a short time it existed. Yeah, because I think if there was going to be a show that we were going to do it, this was probably going to be it. Well, yeah, like the back walls black and stuff. Yeah, at the Winchester, so it it gave her that to work off of. This was this was a good women's match. Also, you lie. I did tweet out the match thing for this. I'm I don't see it, and I'm on. I, sh- I should be on tweets and replies. I am, and it just goes from one, one tweet to the next. It's there for me. That's interesting. Anyway, I can see why she was why Kylie Ray was picked up by AEW. She's good. Yeah, she's, she's real good. Still fairly new to wrestling, which is mm-hmm. cool. Uh, she would probably be what. At least top five free agents before, I mean, before that signing of women. I don't know that that's true. I mean, maybe. I'm not really yeah, sure. It's hard one to let's, say. Let's say top 10. I'll give it, I'll go top 10. Yeah. Sure. Cause there's definitely, there's definitely a pool of names that, out there that could vie for it. But I think she was a and name. For, let's just specify to America here. Cause. Oh, yeah. That's right. okay. Right. And I forget how many people are no longer actually free agents. Yeah. Like, all of Europe basically is gone. <laughs> Pretty much. NXT UK. So, Alley Cat counters a power driver for the win. Alley Cat has became the new Britt Baker at AIW. She has. Do you think... And not not in a bad way. In the, in the good way. What would the bad way be? I don't know. I think Britt Baker, towards the end, had a lot of people who were kind of sick of Britt Baker. I, I would regularly hear in the bleachers the... LOL, Britt Baker wins. Okay. Oof. At the same time, when, aren't we getting to a point where LOL, Alley Cat wins? Literally. Well, I think at this point, though, like, she she hasn't, A, she hasn't been around or wrestled nearly as many matches as Britt Baker have been when people got to that point with her. Yeah. Um, additionally, like, 
when Britt Baker was winning all the time, there were still like a lot of women's matches that would happen that weren't Britt Baker matches. Now it's like Alley Cat is the AIW women's division, and she has matches against people who come in and wrestle her. It's rare that she's not in the women's match. What the last one without her was the uh, the Faye Jackson versus AK. Yeah, yeah. I think that Alley Cat is kind of becoming the new Britt Baker, but only just the one that's going to be used the most after not having Girls Night Out anymore. Which I agree, there's not a point in AIW doing Girls Night Out. After Thorne said that that was a Biggins thing, it mm-hmm. it clicked. I was like, oh yeah, that it was kind of a Biggins thing. So it's probably not as easy for Thorne to like throw together that kind of thing. And he, he's just sticking what he's used to, which I'm, I'm fine with, but... It is cool now that I feel we are getting to a point where the, those women's matches mean more. Because I, I don't. I would. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say I don't know if it, it, we were getting to a point where like I don't know like some of them just didn't mean as much. Well, I think the other thing too is when you look back at when the GNO shows were and what else was going on in women's wrestling at the time, and then you look at what's out there now. There's a pretty heavy saturation of even like just women only promotions where. You know, it's not such a thing now, or a special thing, <clears throat> as it was then. Yeah. To me, Gina always kind of felt like its own sprint brand from AIW, even though it was an AIW thing. The last year or so of GNO, it felt like we had three different brands. You had regular AIW shows, GNO shows, and student shows. And that's why it was super fun, getting so much of a variety at the time. Yeah. It would be like, you would miss not having a GNO, and then their one would pop up. You would miss not having a student show, then like that would pop up, because that always meant newer faces, new people, and everything, and a lot of those were bar shows. And those had their own fun to it. And then, obviously... Well, and the, the crowd was different for a GNO show, too. Yeah, well... <laughs> different as in barely there. Oh, uh, and, and the ones that were there were creepers. Hey, go to Shimmer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure we went to those rise tapings, and there was a a decent amount of creepers at that. There was a That's bunny a, there. There was a bunny there. That's there was a bunny. Was that it a fucking bunny? Sat right in front of me. Was it a demon bunny? No. I, it was just a straight up bunny. This was just a man and a rabbit. You so not the bag on the shimmer crowd because there's very very good people that go there, but it's a good chunk of that crowd is real weird. Yeah. Obviously, it was someone who's a fan of Adam Rose. I feel like there's a a chunk of, like, the folks who used to go to GNOs that should have, you know, restraining orders. The last one, like, the last GNO show, there was a dude sitting right in front of us that was yelling shit at Gail Kim that made me think, yeah, she probably needs a restraining order against this guy. Like, he's problem stalking. If it's the dude I'm thinking of, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that was fun, a long time weird. End of story. <laughs> yeah. Reasons why we shouldn't have Gino anymore. Unless they're at Turner's Hall when it's five degrees. Oh, God. Next up, Only we, the had, best. we had Zach Thomas versus Wardlow. Holy fuck. This Good Lord. This there was another ridiculous man. dive into the crowd. Yep. Many chairs perish this show. And Zach Thomas took out all all of the rows of chairs. I'll tell you what, man. I still, like, I saw Wardlow, like I've said before, a couple of years ago. 
And I was not impressed yeah, at no. all. And the amount that that dude has gotten better in that amount of time is fucking mind-blowing. And He's like, gotten ridiculously good in the last couple years. Yeah. And, like, Zach Thomas, I'm a fan of that dude, too. He's fucking great. These two had a great match. These, it, if the other matches that happened after this one hadn't been as ridiculous as they were, this would have been my favorite match. I would say put this on a main show in front of a bigger crowd. Yeah. No, I would watch that match again and again and again. Like, I would like to see a feud between those two. It was very, very good. I'm sorry, Zach, for saying you weren't going to win. Called me out at the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> And it was Zach Thomas winning via Powerbomb. Oh, and Zach used new entrance music, and it's way better. It wasn't planned. Oh. Came out to Taz's theme. Kiss War Machine. And it's way better than whatever the oh, fuck he's been using. yeah. Michael thought it was Taz. He got really excited. It, it's, <laughs> I mean. It, then out walks Zach Thomas. He was not very happy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it is technically Taz's theme that they it's, did the sound of like four. But yeah, it was because the first time, I, how ironic that we were talking about Kiss when Caden got on the call and we're, we're now back right. to it. When I first heard War Machine, I popped because I'm like, oh my God, this is Taz's music. I love it even more. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Thomas, the only knock I've had on that dude is that his entrance music was goddamn awful. And this is way better. I think that's the opener for Raw that he has as his theme. It's something WWE has used for sure. For Couldn't sure. tell you, though, because they use way too many different musics. Yeah, whatever he's been using, not good. War Machine, huge improvement over it. <laughs> Stick it with a, that. Yeah, if it was an accident, happy fucking accident. Keep using it. Hell yeah. Uh, next up, we had... No, no, I was like, wait a minute, is this, is this the main event? No. Oh, no, no, no. For so, okay, I, for some stupid... Well, I mean, because we thought this was going to be the main event. We There's had three more matches. Yeah, we have... Eddie Only, Derek Director, and Donovan Danhausen versus Session Moth and the Weird World. Holy oh boy. shit. <laughs> this Ooh. was the weirdest, best fucking match ever. My God. It was everything you wanted this match to be. And I, more. Yeah. It was. It was fun. Fuck. <laughs> it was amazing. It was fucking filthy. It was, there was a fucking Twin Peaks spot that Danhausen did. I never thought I would see a Twin Peaks spot in a wrestling match ever in my life. Danhausen uh, is the best. Danhausen is fucking amazing. Uh, Eddie and Session Moth had a lot of real fucking awkward interactions in the match that were amazing. Eddie almost killed himself on a coast to coast. Yeah. <laughs> I got real worried about that. It was great. This this match alone was worth the fucking ticket. You knew it and, was going to be when it got announced. Yeah. And the fucking... I, I, let me say this about Session Moth, too. Like, I had been campaigning for a while. Like, I had had a list of people that, like, I would love to see at AIW. And in the last year, all of them have been knocked out. Like, LaParca happened. Session Moth happened. And she, like, I thought the line for her meet and greet was just going on forever. It's because she took time with everybody. Like, it was, it was good. Like, her meet and greet was awesome. You could tell she was having fun. Yeah, it wasn't really... just like, sign, sign the 8x10, take the picture, go. No, 
No, it was. She would actually was, talk to you for a minute, which was fantastic. So what you're yeah, saying was, is it wasn't a Dean Malenko? Looking real. I mean, man, I wouldn't <laughs> expect much more out of Dean Malenko than what we got. Did you ever watch Dean Malenko? Looking real grumpy back then, too. <laughs> yeah, he's not exactly a man of many words. It's not the grumpy part. It's literally, I think, after the show, I grabbed four pictures and put them all in a collage. And he had, like, the same pose. He looked like a cardboard cutout. <laughs> well, I mean, she kind of struck the same pose with everybody, too. Like, one or two. <laughs> the- she had the three different things. The, sure. The Bibbs one was great. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Like, the meet and greet was great. Uh, the match was great. I'm fucking really glad that Cleveland got a chance to have Sasha Moth come in, and I hope it works out again in the future, because I feel like she's a real good fit with AIW. Like, I wish she was in the States so that she could get booked more often. I feel she'll pop up in the States a lot more. I hope so. I mean, this whole run that she's on leading up to Mania, you can tell she's having fun. Like, she likes it here. So, Hopefully. And the production is still amazing. Like, I had my questions, like, when Magnum had to, like, hang it up and, you know, everything had kind of been centered around him and Frankie. This new, like, three-person production is fucking fantastic. It's better, honestly. In ways, it's much more serious. While it's still, like, jokey, it's more, like, evil and serious. It's good. It it, it can still be funny at times, but they are way more serious. Yeah, I dig it. I don't know what the story with Frankie Flynn is. and what. He's dead now. Yeah, I don't know what he's going to do. He hasn't wrestled a show, in, an AIW show, in, for fucking ever. How on earth, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. When Yeah, when they dropped the belts. Um, but, I man, the new production is fucking great. So it was Session Moth and the Weird World win via a Triple team power driver on a chair. Yep. After Eddie only choked Session Moth with his belt. <laughs> Again, this match got real weird. There were there were loud let's get weird chants. It, it was awesome. Was that before the match even started? Correct me if I'm yes, wrong. That was. Absolutely before. That might have been our section that started that one too. <laughs> <laughs> Next up we had Dominic Greeny versus Wes Barkley. Chops. Ooh, buddy. Oof. <laughs> Barkley Nation was there. You bet they were. Or as Wes would say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the crowd was rowdy. Not just Barkley Nation, but it was rowdy. That whole, If you ask me to describe the feeling in the room through the whole show, rowdy is a word that I would use. And it kind of hit a, a boiling point during this. <laughs> what happened? Oh, I don't know. It was just, you know, it was nuts. It was crazy. The match was real good, too. Wes might disagree. His chest was kind of not there afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, there were some there were some hard chops. Very hard. Just don't make Dom angry. <laughs> you'll you'll have a chest left. Well, was Dominic Greeny winning via knockout? I did hear someone from Barkley Nation yell, "When you win, use the money to buy boots." Dom, <laughs> which that's good. That was real good. So I guess this was the main event. And thinking about all the videos I've seen of it, it makes sense. We had G. Raver versus Matthew Justice for the AIW Intense title. Cool boy, did we have a party. Holy fuck. This match could have headlined any AIW. It Instead, was we got an bar show. Fuck yeah, it was fucking insane. You're welcome for the weapons, people. Oh, was that you? 
all the barbed wire and the tack bats and whatnot. Barbed wire got stuck to Tom Dunn. It was good. There was a table spot out in the crowd. End of the night standing on a piece of table. Yeah. Chairs gone, chairs destroyed. Very common theme for the night. Those two went all over the bar. Like, they were out in the crowd in multiple spots. Fucking Matt took the tattoo needles to the forehead. (laughs) And then a fucking vicious chair shot. Like usual. I'll tell you what, the spot in that match that had me worried the most was when he fucking pulled those tattoo needles, they got stuck in his hair. And I didn't think G-Raver had noticed. And I was like, oh, fuck, this could get real ugly. But it looked like he got him out. But yeah, no, this match was brutal. This was this was probably the craziest match that's happened at AIW since, I don't know, probably since Hell on Earth. Was that when the the Familia de Tijuana match was? No, was that, that was the Cape from Cleveland. Yeah, this might be the craziest match since that. Wow. Yeah, I fucking loved it. It was good. Matt Justice is a maniac, and I fucking hope G-Raver gets booked again. He'll be back. I know nothing, but I can tell you he'll be back. I would like to see him versus Nick Gage at AIW. G-Raver versus Eric Ryan. Yeah, sign me up for that shit. Right now. Yeah. Give me that one at WrestleRager. Yeah, holy shit. G-Raver at WrestleRager is shit that I need to see in my life. Yeah, might as well. And he's in a fucking crazy match this week. Yeah, let's see if he survives Mania Weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not something that this show covers, but that Blackcraft show, man, he's in a match with chains for ropes and fucking hooks. <laughs> yeah. I will pass on that one. I am glad that I'm sitting upstairs for that fucking match. I'm real glad I'm sitting upstairs at that place for that match. Let me know how many people die. I will. I'll let you know on Saturday when I see you. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, this match ruled. Watch it when the MP4 is out. Fuck yeah. Like, this is a show that if you're, like, if there's any AIW show you're thinking about buying, this is a buy. Obviously buy all of them, because they're all real good. But. Right, but if you're, like, on a budget, like, man, I can only afford one AIW show, buy this fucking show. I highly recommend this one. Like, if you like comedy wrestling, that shit happens a show. If you like death matches, that got shit it. happens. A, if you uh, just like good wrestling in general, happens a show. It was really good. Like, it was, it's like top 10 AIW, ma- like, shows for me at this point. And that's saying something, considering this was one of their B shows, per se. Yeah. They knocked it out of the fucking park. The show was great. What do you guys I, I honestly wouldn't mind if they had more shows at the Winchester. Oh, me either. Because, like, there's enough room in there to move around, and there's yeah, still and- enough room in between the ring and the rail with stuff. And there was enough room to have those chairs, have the limited seating, and then still have the standing room and not have a be It's perfect for a show. Yeah. Now, that back row, if you were sitting in it where I was, you did have people, like, right up against you. But whatever. I mean, if it, if you were just standing room, you were going to have people right up against you anyway. Oh, fuck it. I have, something you got to deal with. Yeah. My old bones appreciated the fucking chair. I'll say that. Yeah, I wish I had him at the last show. I hate standing for a long period of time. Yeah. Luckily, that wasn't a thing at this show for me. What are you guys' uh, final thoughts on the show as a whole? Very good. Yeah, incredibly good. Like I said, top 10 AIW show of all time for me. Like, it was, I don't know what they could have done to make the show better. Uh, there wasn't, like a like we said, there wasn't a bad match. 
there were some matches that didn't stand out because of how fucking good other things were. But there was there was. It doesn't make match. those matches bad at all. No, no, it was it was a really good card. It was like balanced well. It was laid out well. Um, I, I, there's nothing. There's not a thing I could say about the show uh, that would be a negative. Oh, you know what? I can't say one negative, and it's about the Winchester in general. But this seems to be like every wrestling venue is the bathroom leaves a little bit to be desired. Uh, it's pretty tight quarters, uh, as a larger man. Uh, there was a moment where there was me and another larger man in there and it was tight quarters. Uh, but, uh, outside of that, like, and the Winchester has fucking really good food too. And a full service bar. I can agree with the food. Yeah. Got the fries before the show started. Highly recommend them. All right. Any, uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? Start with Caden. Oh, if, well, if you're at Mania Week, when you hear this, then you have to see me. Say hello. Uh, follow me on social media, like usual, at KVR216. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I will also be around Mania Weekend, uh, mostly at White Eagle Hall. Um, if you see me, say hi. And uh, Super Fantastic Podcast should have new episodes soon. I'm recording a couple while I'm in Jersey, so that'll be a thing. I took a month off because I had a lot of shit going on, but that's how that show goes. I mean, anybody who actually listens to it knows not to expect a regular schedule of shows at this point. And then when you do do shows, they're they're longer, so it, it really makes up for it. It does. I you know I don't know. I hopefully I've I've got a plan going forward where there's going to start being like some regular in between shows that are a little bit different than even the shows that we do now. Uh, but Whatever. I do it for fun. Oh, so yeah. It's, it is what it is. And uh, for the very little that I was on the show, uh, you can find myself at Heavyset330, just much like you can find this show uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Cheers. Twitter.com slash Wrestling Cheers. Instagram.com slash Wrestling Cheers. Email, if you so choose to desire, Wrestling Cheers at gmail.com. We have the merch store over at watermaneuver.net. Once again, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. I mentioned this on the episode earlier this week, and I, I'm, I'm, I want everybody's opinion. I have a two-hour episode that is potentially going to drop, and I want to know if people would rather have it be one hour, I mean a two-hour episode, or two one-hour episodes. I can do either. It's just whatever's convenient for everybody. I've kind of made a thing to try to limit the length of these episodes. And I said, interviews are going to be about an hour and a half at the most. And yeah, that went about two hours. So just trying to find I say a just put the whole thing out. Yeah. Well, but what the fuck do I know? I regularly <laughs> do two hour episodes yeah, and you put them out like much more time in between. I'm putting out minimum one a week. I'm just here. I know nothing. <laughs> it's just cool getting people's opinions. Some people are just like, yeah, if I can have them split up and list them at different times or just, Come back to it. I don't know. Here's the thing. If you didn't record it with the idea of splitting it in half, splitting it can be awkward and leave people in a weird spot. That is something I was thinking about because trying because it's definitely one of those episodes that flows. Uh, for those who hadn't heard the episode earlier this week, it's a crossover episode with Center Stage. Uh, they have an episode that's going to be released first, which will have me on their show and then them on this show. It like it our conversation was about two hours with no plan. There was really actually no format. It was just us bullshitting. So yeah, I I'm leaning towards two hours now because of Stacy. 
I was going to go just one two-hour episodes, or two one-hour episodes. So, just looking for feedback. If I should do what Stacy says, that's what I'll fucking do, because that does make a lot of sense. Look at me being an influencer. <laughs> oh, I bought an H6, and partially because ah. partially of you. After you brought one over, and I went, ooh, it's pretty. I want one. It's nice. <laughs> I like mine. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, God. Anytime I can bust it out and use it and learn how to use it more, I'll I take a chance at it. Anyway, um, check out everybody on the Trading Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, Old School at the Movies, and Wrestling with Altitude. Check out our other podcasting friends, such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, The Road Home from Wrestling, Kick Out of Two, The IndieCast, Center Stage, So Bros Network, Big Gold Belt Podcast, Spotlight Series, and I Got Your Five Stars. Check out our other non-podcasting friends, such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, Set Tab Photo, Powerslam.tv. Use promo code WrestlingShares, all one word, and get your first month free. Ringshide Sots Photography, Sickening Pictures, Wrestle Void, Key on Sports, Stay Tough, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, even if you didn't go to the show. Later. Sometimes you want to go where everyone